Okay, we're recording. Yeah. Welcome so. to another episode of the Self of Vegan Voices. The CVV code as the fleas going by. He wants to get in on the action too. My name is Monique Lukens, and I'm with my co-hostess with the Moses Chastity White Rose. Yes. So, yeah, we just did a show yesterday. We're we're really becoming true podcasters now. We're just churning them out, aren't we? Yeah, and so today today is probably a good uh, day to do one one more short one. Um, I'm going to my mom's tomorrow to celebrate my birthday because my birthday is tomorrow. Happy so, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I am allowed to sing it, right? It's like under public domain. Happy yeah, birthday, dear Chastity White Rose. Happy <laughs> birthday to you and many more without a vaccine. <laughs> you know, you sound like one of those black singers. You really do when you sing like that. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, Monique kind of has a flair to it, the name Monique. So either that or French or both. Yeah. So why are we doing this extra show? Because as soon as we end it, our last show, I hit the internet as usual to see what is going on with this pandemic and my stomach churned because I saw something that is one step closer to what we have really been concerned about, uh, Chastity White Rose and myself, which are possible mandatory vaccines. Now, no, it has not been stated anywhere in law in the United States yet. Uh, that it will be mandatory, but it just seems like there's a possibility. And there, it has been mandated in countries like England and Denmark, although there is no vaccine yet. Uh, or maybe there is a vaccine. Maybe the vaccine was made with the human-made virus, as far as I'm concerned. It was more than likely human-made, even though the official story is someone ate a bat and it was a animal-to-human yeah. transfer. Although now they're saying, they are saying that it's possible it could have escaped out of the Wuhan vir virology lab. And uh, it's Fauci gave the money to the Wuhan lab, by the way. Yeah. I couldn't remember if the lab gave it to him. But no, he gave it to the lab over $3 million. And he agreed to finance uh, gain-of-function viruses at the University of North Carolina with a Chinese doctor working there. So you can look that up on the link. I'll put it in this one, too. Dr. Buttar, Dr. Rashid Buttar, talks about that. And if you ask me, how do I know, you're going to have to look into it yourself because there's only so much that I can do only so much information I could cram in yeah but what I saw and I called you Chastity White Rose immediately is that the Department of Defense and we will put that on in the notes too um, they have uh, put out a contract for syringes 
uh, for close to 200 million of them, I think it's like 185, maybe something like that. Uh, syringes that have the option of a chip on the syringe, and this track, this uh, chip would be able to track your location GPS-wise where you are getting the uh, the vaccine. And then it would be uploaded into the cloud. So it's kind of like a digital signature, if you would. Now, ordinarily, I would say if vaccines weren't toxic and full of animal products, um, you know, and they were highly effective, okay, so everybody knows you're vaccine. Okay, you're vaccinated, fine. But the problem here is that there is a pandemic, okay? Regardless of people getting sick, this was pre-planned, and this is part of the plan. And if you say, Monique, how do you know that? Look, I'll put some links. You make your own decision. But I'm telling you, from what I see, this is pre-planned. Now, by 2021, there's going to be 500 million syringes that are ordered from this company that the defense of uh, the Department of Defense has contracted with. Now, we only have, what, about 350 million people in this country. So what are they doing with 500 syringes? Okay. So then I saw some other things that were horrible about uh, taking you out of your home. Now, this is besides the 6666, yeah. HR 666. This is in Washington. They're already starting to talk about it and possibly roll it out. He absolutely said, this official, that people would be removed from their home if they have it and children would be taken and put into quarantine. He mentioned two different places. There was a church and another place, and I can't remember. It's coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. See, and here's the deal is I want to get straight to, to the point here. See, now, a, a lot of people have not followed everything that you and I have followed. They have not read all the links and watched all the videos. And the and these are these are not just things, uh, a lot of these things that we've been following, they're not just just things um, that we read on some some site somewhere and we believe every dumb thing we read. That's not what's going on here. See, we have from the words of, of mouth of people like Bill Gates and Fauci and and you know the nurses and doctors who are talking about how they're they're being told to put COVID-19 on the death certificate, even though they know for a fact that's not what the patient died from. So it, now whether people agree with or whether they followed all of the different links that we've read and stuff like that, um, they don't have to to do all of that to know there is fraud going on. There's absolutely fraud going on. There's things that don't add up, such as what we mentioned, how people aren't even required to disclose whether or not they have HIV, but they're doing this thing trying to make it mandatory uh, to track everyone and whether or not they've been vaccinated, all this, this sorts of crazy stuff with this coronavirus, which is not as deadly as the flu anyway hasn't killed as many people as the flu and, and cancer, diabetes, heart disease, all of these things all caused by animal products anyway. Um, but um, so now obviously people, they haven't uh, looked at all these links, We but we have been providing a lot of links in the descriptions of our, of our videos and stuff. 
Um, so people can look at, at all those links that we provided them. But I want to drive home my top priority with this episode that I want to get across is that, first of all, I'm against mandatory vaccination, completely against it. Um, but second of all, mandatory vaccination is not something that's, that's new. It's happening, like you mentioned, in these other countries, and it is already happening to the children of America being forced to be vaccinated or they can't attend public school. Meanwhile, the government is also taking the right away to, for parents to homeschool their kids as well. You know, and even back in the day. That. I did oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Yes, actually, um, I, I, I have never followed the homeschooling topic at that thoroughly, but every once in a while I have seen some incredible things and people trying to make it illegal. I don't know if it, which states is legal or illegal to homeschool your children in, but my mom had to fight really hard even to homeschool uh, my siblings long before I existed. You know, and even what then, you know, like homeschooling was legal in in Kansas, but um, they had these strict requirements. These they were required to do these government tests and and, and, and all, all of these things, which to a certain extent may be good. You know, test to assess whether or not they're being taught something is good, I suppose. But, you know, the laws were so strict and it was so hard to do that that my mom couldn't homeschool me until she, she moved with me to Missouri, you know. But and if you look about what's going on, first of all, you know, kids are being forced to be vaccinated. They're being forced to go to public school. For, and even if the law is not uh, such that it prohibits parents from homeschooling the children we know most parents can't do that you know they work jobs but the both parents work and not every parent is a good teacher anyway so what's what's happening is that 99 percent of kids are being sent to public school and they are being vaccinated and because you know people are so kids are already being forced to be vaccinated also if i'm not mistaken somebody correct me on this if i'm wrong but from what i understand vaccination is mandatory um in the military you know um you know and that, that's what that's one of those things i did some reading about that today and i had an experience in the in the navy and this actually explains quite a lot this is a story i want to share something that happened in Navy boot camp now when I signed up uh, for the Navy, I was, you know, I was sweet talked into it by a recruiter. And obviously, because I wasn't able to get a job, I was kind of a vulnerable person. But one thing that there was a lot I was told, but one thing that I was not prepared for, um, and this, I didn't even get to the, the other vaccine and stuff, but they did a, I think it was, it was either tetanus or tuberculosis, I think it was tuberculosis where they put a uh, they, they claimed it was a dead form of the virus and they injected it under my skin of my arm here and i did not know that it's like i was kind of shocked because that was one of those things i was not warned about but i had no choice there i was in navy uh boot camp and so i had to comply and let me tell you something first of all that same day is when i became very sick and i fainted and i knocked over a display of cups during lunch and i think 
that that the fact that I was injected with this 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 virus, which they claim was dead, who, how do we know that all of the that virus was dead? And then I got this really bad pneumonia. I ended up in the hospital for a month. You know, wow. I was charged. Yeah, and you know, at the time I didn't think much of it, but the fact is that happened. It was my third day in Navy boot camp when that happened. You know. And I now that I look back on it, I, I start to see that. And you want to know something else? You see this uh, scar here. I don't know if you can see it, but right here I have a scar. See? Yeah, I, I see it. Yeah, I had uh, a lump in my arm that I had to get surgically removed in that spot where they injected that oh tuberculosis. Oh my gosh, are you hearing this? Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, and everywhere in between, are you are you hearing this and seeing this? This is this is first-hand person evidence. Yeah. I am. I, I mean, you know, I am very. I'm so sorry that that happened, but I am glad that you can tell the people that are watching this. And I yeah. want you to know, those of you who are celibate and vegan, or even if you're not, the fact of the matter is, this vaccine is supposed to be different than other vaccines. From what I understand, and again, you're gonna say, well, Mo Monique, how do you know? Uh, where did I see it now? I think I might have seen it in- I know what you're- A doctor was talking about it. I, I Andrew something or Kaufman. Okay, I'll have to find the link. Yeah, I, I did see that video you're referring to about this, the, this vaccine technology where they have three shots and only one of them is the actual virus that they're injecting. The uh, like, and the other two had different functions. One of them was like it damages your cells so that the virus is go directly into your cells, and that and is replicate, a and replicate it. So yes. holes in your cell membrane via the electric electricity that comes from these electric nodes, therefore altering your. Uh, your DNA, your immunity system. So this is this is something that is unprecedented that is in the making in order to fight the coronavirus where such a small percentage, not even 1% of the country has it. What is it? It's like 0. 0.0 something. I, I don't know the stats, but you've got to look into it. And we are not disrespecting yeah. anybody who has had a loved one that has passed away or or maybe you had a loved one that they said passed away of it because as yeah. we were saying there are people that have other underlying conditions and then if they see something yeah. you know oh a cold or flu or whatever came in bam they can label it like that they're getting more money by putting it on the get uh the death certificate these hospitals this is the truth yeah. you have to open up this is not negativity Look, I, yeah. I want to be I want to be happy, but I'm telling people so that they could speak out because I'll, if only a minute amount know, they're just gonna they're gonna railroad us. Yeah. Now there is uh, we got. Do you have the text right there? It says um, text and there's a number. If you can check, I gave it to you. It's like eight something. Um, if you text rights to this five digit number that was on a video about how uh, people be, can be taken out of their homes. Um, this is a service that was made 
to connect neighbors together that are aware and know what is going on because you know you need help i've told you before chastity weight rose there's an old expression no no man is like his own island or something in other words we all need people to an extent, you know, I know that we, you know, we're kind of solo, we like it, but I mean, we do need people to an extent, even for those uh, people that are introverted and whatnot. So if people come knocking on your door, I mean, it's good for neighbors to be around. It really is witnesses. I mean, we're talking We're this video and I'll put the, again, this is, this is here in the notes. The video says that um, the military can come around. What was it? What division of the military? What was it? I can't remember. They can enforce. If you won't go, they will take you. This was said by a government official in Washington state. This is not a conspiracy. This came out of his mouth. So if you don't go, this is what can happen. First, it's going to be polite with the contact tracers. And Washington State said they already have over a thousand that are qualified. Okay, and then if you refuse, then that is that is what they are planning. Okay, so you yeah. want people around. Yeah. See, it's just it, it, like it's just like I want to. I mean, this this seems minor compared comparatively, but not really. I, I think I mentioned before years ago, 2011. I was being followed. It was it was late at night. It was a yeah. patrol car. I wasn't doing anything wrong. And I just wanted to pull over into an area where there were people and lights. I felt safer, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, you told that story many times, but I, I want to, I'm not finished with what I wanted to say here. So, so here's the thing now. Um, most people, they will not resist at all because they see no reason because a lot of people, they really believe that the government, it cares about their health. They really believe this stuff, and so of course they're going to comply with testing and, and vaccines, all, all of all of that sort of thing. Um, so the only those of us who are awake to what's going on will be the ones to resist. And because we're the minority, people are going to think, well, what's with these troublemakers? Why don't they comply? So then, so then we're going to be in huge trouble. You know what I'm saying? And and, and so I'm I'm worried about the future here. But, he, but here's the thing. Here's here's what it all comes down to. Re, regardless, now I want I want to get the point very clear. So everyone, pay attention now. Regardless of whether this this came from a wet market in bat blood, or whether it was a virus that escaped a lab, or whether it was intentionally created and released, none of that matters. Not none of that actually matters for what I'm about to say. The point is. Uh, forced vaccination is a violation of your right to your own body. It's a violation of bodily autonomy and people have just as much of a right to, to refuse a needle going into their skin as they have the right to refuse a penis entering them. Forced vaccination is rape. There is no question about that. And, and it all, looks and like a penis. It looks like one, the syringe. Yeah. A man probably made it. Yes, of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> but see, yeah, so here's a the thing. humor in there. <laughs> I, I know, but okay, but I will make a comparison here. Now, 
we're celibates. We are the celibate vegan uh, voices, or but we're also the celibate vegan compadres. Now, we are people who understand all of the reasons why people want to be celibate, why they don't want genitals stuck up their genitals or other body parts. We perfectly understand that. But then we have enough people who don't even understand that. And then people, since everybody else is, is having sex and thinks it's the normal, I think, well, what's wrong with you? Don't, don't you like having your penis put in you? And, and, you're, and you're like, no, I don't, you know? And, and, and that, that's the thing is, now, I, I don't like vaccination and I don't like uh, sexual intercourse and all the harms that come from that. I don't like that it's being done, but at least um, with the, we could try to keep it a voluntary thing so that those who, who, who want a, a vaccine and those who want a penis stuck into them, those people can have it and face the consequences of it themselves. But to force it on us who our entire podcast, our platform, what we do is all, all about not accepting these things. And whether, whether somebody is trying to force feed you meat and dairy or whether they're sticking their genital in you or whether they're stabbing you with a needle against your will, um, you know, it's all wrong. It's a violation of your, your right to your body. And think about it. All of those pro-choice activists, where are they now? Notice that they're only pro-choice about abortion. You know, where where are they speaking up about people having the right to refuse vaccines and refuse things uh, into their body that they don't want? And right. I will tell you, I'll tell you one other story from the Navy. And this is the first time I've actually shared this, except my mom remembers this very instance. I was I was in the VA hospital and I was on the phone with my mom and, you know, she was praying for me and all that. But this was a long time ago. But in fact, it was 2008, you know. And then before I do anything, I was stabbed in the back with a needle. Oh, my this, gosh. This nurse or whoever she, she was stabbed me in the back with a needle. I had no warning that I was about to be stabbed in the back. And my mom heard me cry crying and screaming because I had just been stabbed with no warning, you know, in, in the back. And if I had a way and I knew who that person was, I would still wish I could sue them for that because you just don't stab somebody with a sharp object in the back without their consent. So that, so that was another time I was basically raped with a needle against my consent. Do you and know what it was? Was it a, a, what was it? Do you know? Well, uh, I, I, I remember I, I, I screamed at her, I said, what did, you, what did you do that for? And she said, just, she says, just something to calm you down, nothing you haven't had before. Oh First, my gosh, so she gave you a sedative, in other words. So, so yeah, based on what she said, I'm guessing she gave me a tranquilizer. But oh. I did not agree to that. And so first, oh. I, so first I became sick by being injected with this tuberculosis virus in my arm. Then I'm sent to the VA and then I'm stabbed with a tranquilizer in my back. And it was very, very painful. Cause you imagine people, when people, when people ordinarily draw blood with a needle or when they do a vaccine, they do it in a, in a way that's less painful. They don't just stab you in your muscle tissue in your back. That right. was a, well, that was a horrible experience in the Navy and the VA hospital. 
Oh, and, God, I'm sorry. I'm giving you a virtual hug. And so because of because of my experience in the Navy, that's something I feel very strong about. So I was stabbed without my consent two times and without warning. And I did not know. I, I tell you now, now, I was desperate for a job and I joined the Navy, but I was not informed that that stuff was going to happen. I was prepared for the possibility of maybe going to war and getting shot to death or blown up. I was prepared for that, but I was not warned that people were going to be stabbing me with needles. And well, so, uh, you know, I mean, look, look at look at more females, but some males. Mm -hmm. A lot of females have gone into the military thinking that their fellow soldiers will have their back, and instead they get raped. One out of yeah. three females has been sexually abused if not i think maybe sexually assaulted in the military now yes things are getting better or they were i don't know what's going on with this pandemic but i if you ever see the documentary invisible war uh i met the director and the producer it was up for an oscar it won the sundance film festival documentary it should have mm -hmm. won the oscar um but it did change some policy where you didn't have to tell the person you were directly under what had happened, like in order to like wait for a response. Cause a lot of them, they were afraid they, they didn't want their platoon or whatever, you know, you call it to be under investigation. Cause that would make them bad, look bad. And then they, you know, some of them were buddies with their, you know, fellow soldiers and some of them actually did the rape. You know, your superior would be the one to do it. So, you know, sorry to interrupt you on there, right. but here you are startled illegally, but that was illegal by a needle. How about all these people that have absolutely no idea? They think that their fellow soldier has their back and instead they are violated and in some instances beaten up. Like I know this one woman who was in the documentary she was, I, th it, I think it was her supervisor, and he was intoxicated. That's what happened. He punched her in the jaw, and then he did, you know. So go ahead. I'm so sorry, yeah. and that is so, yeah. th that is so traumatizing. So traumatizing to hear all this. Yeah. And so here's the deal. So first, you have to understand. First, I'm raped um, as a two-year-old when I was very young. Um, then I'm, I'm, I'm stabbed in two instances in the Navy and, you know, so I've, I've had serious cases. I mean, we've all had people do horrible things. I've been, I have been beaten up by kids in the neighborhood when I was younger, all kinds of things. I've had all kinds of violence uh, uh, done to me in my past, you know, and a lot of people have. And one thing about not, not just our country necessarily, but the world is first of all, nobody takes uh, takes sexual assault seriously. I'm sure you've noticed this, Monique. People, they don't listen to women who have, who, who, tr who do try to report that they are raped by somebody and they just accuse them of lying. And people also don't believe the men who have been sexually assaulted. People don't believe that either, but men can be uh, sexually abused by other men and in some cases women as well, you know. And so, but people don't take it seriously. And you know, and you want to know one of the worst things people say to, uh, to children who have been raped, they tell this, they tell them, 
well, you must have enjoyed it. Oh my Telling God. Them that they, they're guessing that they enjoyed being raped. And it's just, that, that's got to be the lowest of the low thing you can say to someone. I did hear Oprah Winfrey talking about how some children, they don't know that it's wrong and it feels good. I did hear her saying something like that. I don't know if you're going off of that or something. I, I wasn't referring to that, but I did, I did see her say that in that one video on YouTube a while back. But here's the thing, and this is something, this is, this is very important. Uh, particularly in regards to um, children who are raped. Um, see, first of all, in a lot of cases, it is painful, you know, but at the same time, there are cases where children are molested and they do get physical pleasure from it. There are times when they do uh, feel physical pleasure, um, depending on the way it's done or not. However, that it's still not something that they can consent to. It's something that they didn't consent to that some adult did to them when they were young and it, it's and it was not a mutually agreed upon thing between two adults anyway so even if they did feel some good physical feeling from it they still go through the rest of their life traumatized from it because it screws them up so bad you know and so it, it's very it's very unfortunate because we live in a world where people think that sexual uh, assault and people being raped is okay. We live in a world where people think it's okay because a lot of those people who will defend are the ones out there doing it. Of course, they're gonna, de people defend rape just like they defend what humans do to animals and make all these excuses. Oh, God put, you know, animals here for us to eat and Jesus ate fish and animals don't feel pain. You know, all this dumb stuff we vegans hear. And this all goes back to, I want to draw this point home. This all goes back to what you and I are about, Monique, why we do this show. Because we really care about respecting others' rights to their life and their body. And that's why we're vegan, why we do not approve the murder of animals or the forced impregnation over and over of these dairy cows so that they can get them pregnant, so they can steal their baby's milk and slaughter their babies. There's sexual assault, there, there's rape, there's murder in all, all of animal agriculture. So anyone who has been vegan for ethical reasons and, and knows about that knows that we're serious about that. So being vegan is just the very moral baseline. You have to at least be vegan before you have a chance at calling yourself a good person. Uh, don't talk to us in, until, until you're vegan and then try to, to talk about what a good person you are. But then this, this whole forced vaccination thing goes against veganism on so many levels because as you well know, um, animals, are, are used, animal tissue is used both in the production and the testing of every single vaccine. Not to mention me, many medications, and antibiotics, all sorts of medications. They've been experimenting and testing on animals for almost everything that's a prescription out there. Um, every medication, every, every vaccine, it's been tested on animals. But with vaccines, it's a little bit different because vaccines are actually produced. And you can, you, this is not something I'm making up either. You can, you can go on the CDC, the FDA, you can get on the official government medical websites and, uh, and find the information about how they use 
they use um, chicken eggs. They they use they use fertilized chicken eggs in some cases, and they use they use blood from cows. They use all kinds of crazy things to fetal tissue. Fetal tissue. Yes. I don't know if that's on the government. Is that does it actually say that on the government websites? Because it is true. I don't. I don't know if it does or not. But we we know that. Um, See, Planned Parenthood is is selling, you know, the fetal tissue of the aborted fetuses. This is something the pro-life groups have gotten undercover video evidence of a long, a long time ago. So, but yes, there is aborted fetal tissue um, in vaccines as well as all these non-human animals. And so somebody, yeah. I just yeah. thought of something. You and I just saw that article where the Price is Right gave what was it? A hundred thousand dollars to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Call and people are smiling. And now we just saw that there is a lawsuit against Planned Parenthood yeah. from a pro-choice undercover person who got prosecuted by California Senator Kamala Harris when she was the um, she was the attorney state general for California and. I have not been a fan of this woman because she poo-pooed something that I was very much involved in, the death of my Therese Richardson. She was a young black woman who was more than likely uh, murdered and, and sexually assaulted. Um, she never looked into it. And so because of that, it's, it's still out there, but she could have done more. So anyway, she prosecuted this undercover pro-choicer because he recorded the conversation without their permission, which is a violation of law and in, in California. And um, now there's other people that have done this, other investigative reporters that you might even see on the news. I, you know, I, I can't tell you specifics, but yeah. those, people, those people were never prosecuted. She chose to prosecute this one for the the, the fetal tissue. I don't know the whole story, but I know the fetal tissue. Now, what I'm concerned about now that we're talking about the vaccines and the fact that the Price is Right gave the donation to the Planned Parenthood. Now I'm thinking to myself, is part of Hollywood all in favor of vaccines for this whole pandemic where the media is getting money from Bill Gates? I mean, I, I am just appalled. I am absolutely yeah. appalled and I'm not going to mention personal stuff, but I will say that I was an intern years ago for someone on that show and I am very upset. I'm hoping that yeah. this person doesn't know what they're doing. That's my hope. Maybe I should even reach out, but yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm horrified and I am so sick and tired of much of Hollywood you know, talking about abortion, abortion, we're going to pull out of Georgia because we're stopping the abortion. Now, look, I want yeah. you to know that if a woman has been violated or she is going to pass away, I mean, it is under my opinion that, you know, something would need to be done. OK, but to use it as a means of birth control. I mean, we're talking about you, you're creating a life and you're going to snuff it out without the permission of the, the baby, the fetus. I don't know how, like, you know, however long it is. Uh, 
you know, taking the pill, the pill right afterward to end it, you know, that is, that is the best way to go about it. I don't like that either because it makes, yeah. you know, turmoil in the, uh, in the woman's body, you know, and, and there's a part of me that feels that when there is a conception that the soul flies in, because I feel that we all have a soul, we all have a spirit. But even beyond yeah. that, my concern is when the creature, if you would, um, starts feeling the pain. And we don't exactly know when that is. We think it might be six weeks. But um, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I'm Christian beast. But it's like I'm, I'm, I've never been this radical pro-life uh, uh, pro person. You know that. I'm not. You know, but the thing is, I, 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 but I'm definitely not pro-choice in the way, you know, this, this popularity thing is, it's, it's not right to me as a vegan. I always thought to myself, well, if you don't want to harm a animal, a non-human animal, why would you want to do that to a human animal? Just because the fetus or baby hasn't come out into the world yet. I mean, you wouldn't want to, and, and some of these vegans, they wouldn't want to do that to a pregnant mare or a pregnant cow. You know, they wouldn't want them to be like killed with the baby inside. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah. See, here's the deal. As a society, people, some are not, some are not aware and some simply don't care The first of all, you know, the calves, which are already born, are slaughtered routinely, as you well know. So many calves, because the milk is for them, humans kill the calves and take the milk from the mother. So society has already accepted murder of newborns anyway. So of course, it's a really hard sell to get people to respect life before it's born as well. And of course, here's the deal. Now, I don't want to get too deep into the abortion topic because that gets sidetracked and that goes on forever. But, you know, people know where I stand on that issue. People know I have always been pro-life and that's also how I became vegan, first of all. Because I've told that story, I believe, before, how I was pro-life and then someone said that if I wasn't vegan, I was a hypocrite. I'm like, oh, so then I, you know, search vegan everything online and read some books, watch some documentaries. I'm like... They're right. I had no idea what veganism was. So, you know, I like, thanks for letting me know. Like, because I don't want to. Yeah. And to this day, I stand by that, that if I have, if I'm going to be pro-life for the humans, I have to be pro-life for the animals. And I became vegan, but it also works the other way around. And, you know, people, they really try to change my mind on abortion. They really do. But, but let me tell you something. Um, being pro-life is what got me to where I am now. It's what led to me being vegan because I first respected the, the life of humans and including the unborn. And then I, I changed my life to respect the life of animals. And my resistance to vaccines is all part of the same thing because animals are killed um, in, the, in the production of, of vaccines. They, they're tested on. Plus, of course, the animals that are already killed and, and sold for meat, and their meat and dairy anyway, a lot of those parts are used. And if that's not bad enough, yes, the aborted fetal tissue's in there. And why are they using all of these, these parts of various animals, human and non-human? Because virus, these viruses do not breed and reproduce inside of a plant environment anyway. They require the blood and tissue of animals in order to uh, 
reproduce. They can't survive without hosts. So in, in other words, in order to breed the viruses, to put into the vaccines that they're injecting into people, they have to breed massive amounts of this virus. And that requires a lot of animal tissue. So they'll take it from cows, sheep, pigs, chickens, human fetuses. They'll, they'll take as many dead uh, bodies or half alive bodies that they can use for their blood and skin and bone and muscle tissue to breed these viruses so that they can inject them into you causing you a whole bunch of health harms. It is not only a violation of our right to our body, something that pro-choice people should agree with us, by the way, because, you know, if, so if somebody ha has the right to an abortion, which I don't agree with that because it's, you know, not their body, someone else's body, but if somebody is on board with the idea that we should we should have done what with our body what we want, then we also have the right to refuse vaccines. That's just the way it is. If you're pro-choice, you have to be for that. But you also have to be against vaccines if you're pro-life. If you know the amount of death that goes into the production of vaccines and the amount of deaths that are caused by the vaccines, you have to be uh, against vaccines whether you're pro-life or pro-choice. It's something that I would like the whole world to see. I would like them to wisen up and agree on this. I don't know if they will or not, but I really wanted to have my say about this because people label anti-vaxxers as conspiracy theorists. And I face a lot of criticism when I came out with the fact that I'm anti-vaccine. But it wasn't something where I was pro-vax and then became anti-vax. It was just something that I didn't know anything about. I wasn't educated on it. I was one of those people who never got a flu shot anyway. I've never voluntarily received a vaccine. Um, I just had the shots when I was a baby. Um, in fact, my mom found my record for that as well. Um, but you know, but then once I found out about animals being used in vaccines, I'm like, well, as a vegan, I can't support vaccines. And this is long before I even found out about the connection between, you know, the forms of autism caused by vaccines and all. The do, you, do you think it's possible that you were diagnosed with Asperger's because of the vaccine and vaccines? How many did you have at once? Is any of that reported so that you would know? Well, um, it, it is on the record. I actually have the paper somewhere in, in my, my safe, actually. But I remember my mom found it, and I did get the MMR shot when I was a baby. It was kind of a routine thing. Everybody did it, you know. And my mom thought she had to get me vaccinated. Just, you know, she did what she thought was told to do, obviously. And it's quite possible that did cause my autism. But I'm not... I'm not one who suffers greatly from from autism, like the kind no, that 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 where people can't talk at all. There are a lot of people with really worse forms of autism. So I consider myself one of the lucky ones. But regardless, um, there there are there are people who have exposed the truth and 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 lost everything for exposing the truth about the vaccine and autism connection. There are people who have become paralyzed permanently from a an HPV vaccine called Gardasil. You know, there are many different kinds of vaccines and there's very many harms that come from, you know, aluminum and mercury, all these weird things that they're putting that's, in these things. That's for the, that's for the uh, cervical cancer, but now yeah. they're also giving it to boys too. At first it was just the girls and now the boys. So I yeah. don't know where that 
plays in with the yeah. boys. But they it's they are giving... because if you want to excuse me, if you want to be a celibate for life, yeah. you're still having to take this. Yes. I mean, pretty much it's from intercourse that you get it. That pretty much that's how you get it. Yeah. So that's the thing is they are giving these uh, to children. They are giving t these to children, these, you know, HPV and and what other sexually transmitted diseases, vaccines that they're giving them vaccines for. And these these are people who are not sexually active. You know, I, what they should not be giving these children these sexually transmitted diseases vaccines. There are people who have gotten the sexually transmitted diseases from the vaccine. And they covered a lot of that in Vax 2, the movie. Because there's a Really? I haven't seen Vax 2. Wow. They got the STD Yeah, I saw the first the second. Yes, it, it's horrible. There, there was that. There was this girl. You know, she was athletic. She was a dancer, but she got the HPV vaccine, and she could not walk for the rest of her life. It paralyzed. Oh my! There, there are so many people who have died or ended up permanently harmed, even though they do live from various vaccines, and their parents tell about it. Sometimes the people themselves tell about it, but are they taking it seriously? No. They're labeled conspiracy theorists, even though they suffered the harm of receiving a vaccine that they were told that was for their good. They were told it was for their health, but they were lied to. And as you may know, there is no accountability by the pharmaceutical industry. You know, you, you know, they 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 are completely immune from any. They they can't be sued. They can't be jailed. They can they can produce this stuff and force it on people or convince them to do it voluntarily. And then people suffer death or other harms from these vaccines and there's no justice for them. You can sue the government and then the lawyer for would be yeah. considered the Department of Justice. A lot of people don't know that you can sue the government. You can't sue the pharmaceutical company. And with this, uh, with this vaccine, this coronavirus, I think they did something different even i don't even know if you can sue the government now i don't know i just saw something yeah uh, I, I don't know yeah. but I, I do have one piece of news now this is local news to my area however as it turns out abundant life baptist church um is suing jackson county um because of the coronavirus lockdown because of unfair discrimination i saw the video where the pastor was speaking about this um, about how certain certain businesses were being allowed to open, provided they keep you know the total um, occupancy of their building to less than ten percent of the building, and people maintain social distancing. However, um, churches were under different requirements, and they were being required to um, to disclose the name and phone number of everyone who attends church. They have to report that to the government. And my sister was sending me some of that info. Then I got some of this info from that pastor's video. That that's the that's the church where my dance teacher goes, you know, and it, it's just I, I would like to address something quickly, okay? Quickly. And then I want you to keep talking about this. I saw that they're doing it at a restaurant. I think it's up in Washington. Um there, I, I saw an article that this is going to be happening, that you, you they have to register if you're in a place. But I want to mention that you're saying the church, and yeah. I'm thinking one of, I, I'm, I'm truly thinking 
I'd like to do another show after this. If you're too tired, we'll have to do it another time. But I mean, I really want to do another show about how churches are actually under attack and it's not fair, regardless of what you believe. They are. They are. And now look, China, they're a communist country. I never knew this until some years ago. But when you're a communist country, you are preaching like the government is like in control. So basically, yeah. I believe the official religion is atheism, if you want to call that a religion, okay? Which is interesting because I had thought, oh, Buddhism. Like, you think of Asian cultures and you're, you think of the big belly Buddha, you know? And it's like, no, that's not how it is. And that's not how it is in Russia either. I mean, most of them in Russia, there's like, there's Russian Jewish people. A lot of them are Caucasian. Some of them have some Asian. And you think, oh, like these people, they're probably Christian or maybe they're, they're Jewish or whatnot. No, again, the official thing is atheism. So that's why, um, again, we, in our last show, we talked about, well, maybe China is like taking over. I mean, because the kind of stuff that's happening right now here is what's happening over there. They're yeah. under a regime. Well, so see, I would like to do, I'd like to do a show about churches and religion and look, I mean, I'm spiritual. I don't know. You used to be religious. You're not now, but. You gotta admit, a lot of what was in Revelations, and you know, I've questioned some of the the yuck stuff of the of the Bible, yeah. like the animal sacrifices and yes. whatnot. But, but, yeah. but the but you have to admit the things that Revelations is talking about. There are signs that are coming out that H H R six 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 a patent on tracking. And something, I don't know what exactly it is with the last digits, 060606. And there's some sort of, um, I don't know, a code or a digital immunity called ID2020 with Bill Gates. I, there's so much information, I can't, like, I can't sift through it. But it seems like it's all linked together. And this was talked about in Revelations. It was. The, uh, the the mark of the beast the the triple six uh, the yeah. triple six the, oh. the ch so so uh, yes i do believe and i really i really implore you i don't want to be fanatical or whatnot you make your own decision but please see this as not just a greedy power control attack i really feel that this is a spiritual attack too whatever you believe <laughs> I'm putting it out there, and I would like to do a show on it because there's plenty yeah. of celibates who are spiritual and or religious, and then there's a few that yeah. might not be, like you. So okay, I would now, like to do now, a show now hold on, Monique. Hold on, Monique, because I have so much to say about that. And yes, we should do a show. I don't think I'm going to be doing it tonight. Um, but okay. but here's, here's the thing, though. Now, even though I'm an atheist, you know, and I, I think that Christianity is one of the worst religions ever to exist— I also uh, do not because do, of Jesus, though, because of the hypocrites. Go on. By the way, there's locusts also in Africa right now. That was in Revelations too. Go yes. on. Yes, yes, yeah. There is a lot of stuff in Revelation that's happening now as well. I will agree with that because I because trust me, I read that book. But here's here's the thing. Um, I don't I don't like Christianity because of so so many things. But 
I also do not like the way the government has been targeting Christians. The way the government Absolutely. has trying, the government has been trying to shut down churches and people's freedom of religion for a long time anyway. So I know this has been going on and I don't want that to happen, not because I like, you know, these religions, but because I respect these people's right to believe and do believe and do what they want as long as they're not harming anyone. And often they do harm people sometimes. But when they are not doing anything wrong, I don't want them discriminated against. I do not want people being killed because of their religion. I don't want them to be told that, you know, they have to keep their doors closed and they can't attend church while liquor stores are open. You know what I mean? I don't want that kind Absolutely. of discrimination. Absolutely, so, It's a fact that the virus can travel more on cigarette smoke, and yet they're selling it. If they really cared, they would have stopped the sale of cigarettes. And, and yeah. around here, we have so many smoke shops because, you know, marijuana is, is legal here. So you have yeah. all these sorts of smoke shops that are open. And I'm like, why? How? Yeah, and see, and, and one, one other thing I want to mention very quickly here is people know that I'm an atheist, and they know I don't believe any any of this, this Bible stuff, but here's the thing is people will notice that I routinely share um, stuff by Christian vegans. Whenever there is some Christian or some religious person who makes the case that God is vegan and Jesus would want us to be vegan, I share that on social media, not because I'm trying to promote that particular religion or the Bible or anything like that, but why do I do that? Because I know that other people do believe in God. They do believe that religion, and I'm hoping that there are people who see the logic of what these people are saying and that more Christians go vegan as a result of that. And so I will use anything it takes, including people's religion, to get them to be vegan and to save more animals. So I'll do, at any cost, I'll do what it takes. Um, but I still respect the right of people to believe what they believe. I don't want the government shutting them down and being told that they have to do things that other businesses are not required to do anyway. So I do think something is unfair going on and that the government has been trying to shut down churches for a long time. And we have a lot of people who now, and this this applies to the pharmaceutical industry, this applies to Planned Parenthood. There are many, there are many businesses, there are many powerful, rich people who want to shut the Christians up. And why do they shut the want to shut the Christians up? And I'll tell you, I'll give you a very straight answer, Monique. Because it appears, unfortunately, Christians are the only people in this country, for the most part, who have any guts. Christians are the only one with the courage to stand up against the government. They're the only group that I see willing to do that. And why do they have that courage? Because regardless of whether or not God or Jesus exists, these people believe in a power, a higher power, you could say, than the government. They, they, serve, a, they serve a leader that is not flesh and blood human. They, they believe they're oh. serving... And the communist countries don't want people to believe in religions. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's why, why I, I figured that. They kill yeah. off the, this one small group. Well, actually, I think it's big now. Falun, Falun something, Dong or something. And they're behind this Chinese dance. And the thing is, like, some people say it's a cult. But whatever the case is. The 
the Chinese government, they do not like them and they have harvest their organs yeah. too. Yeah. See, here's yeah, here's the here's the thing, and here's something you have to understand. If you want to be a dictator, if you want complete control over a population, you have to destroy any faith that they have in anything else that conflicts with your authority. And so because Christians are following the authority of God or the Bible or whatever they're following, instead of what the government officials are telling them, the government wants to snuff that out. That's why China, oh. that's why China does it. Oh, that's why this is it's horrible. So, it's Thank obvious. You and, and also, I I'll, could I'll, cry. Thank you for I'll do one better up. than that, I'll, I'll tell you something else. Why do you think Hitler targeted the Jews? Well, Have I you ever thought about of that? Hitler. I was just thinking yeah. of Hitler. Go ahead yeah. and tell me. Yeah. See, first of all, but, but, you know, um, the Catholics had a lot of power and have been very influential. And actually, um, Hitler, he was a self-proclaimed Roman Catholic. And now the Catholics have had some run-ins with, you know, other religions and they fought wars and, and killed Jews and Muslims in the past. And so because of the thing that, you know, if, if someone wants to have power, of course he's gonna get the Christians on his side. He's gonna get the Catholics on his side, but the Jews are one group of people who doesn't follow the Christian religion. There have been very few uh, groups of any major population, obviously. Um, as you may know that the majority of the world is either Christian, Muslim, or Jewish, or Hindu. Those are like the four major religions where you have billions of people believing in these religions. Well, what so, about Buddhism? Buddhism? Yeah. Yeah, what's interesting is I do not think Buddhists were necessarily a target uh, at the time because probably in that geographical area, they were not a significant portion of the population. However, because Jews were uh, were a competitive religion, uh, you know, a different religion that people believed in than Christianity, uh, it would have been in Hitler's interest to snuff out people who believed a religion other than the mainstream Christianity of that area. So it's hard to know for certain. However, I do believe there are reasons why the Jews have been a target um, of both Christians and Muslim groups in, in historically have killed Jews. And of course, Christians and Muslims have waged war with each other and killed each other, obviously. But now what we have in modern times is a whole different scenario. Now, um, it's, it seems to be the government's agenda to kind of eliminate all kinds of religious belief that conflicts with the government. Because if somebody believes in you know, Yahweh or Allah or Jesus or whatever the case may be, then people will, they'll have enough faith in their God that they'll rise up against the government when the government tries to take their rights away. And so even though I don't agree with everything that, that modern Christians believe, mainstream Christianity, at the same time, I'm finding that the only people with, with a spine sometimes. And unfortunately, although I'm an atheist, I do not like most atheists. And why is that? Because what has happened to them, Monique, is that they quit believing in Christianity or whatever other religion, but then they place all their faith in science. Science that is bought and paid for. People who fund studies, to get the results they want. Um, you know, scientists are paid to produce certain results. The government funds things, Bill Gates funds things, 
And you cannot trust scientists because they're being paid by powerful people with their own agenda. And so people put great trust in science, but what they're doing is they're putting trust in scientists, the people that they put their trust in mainstream medicine, the pharmaceutical people and doctors and scientists on all kinds of things. They trust the scientists on all these things, but they're trusting human authority figures. And quite honestly, we already know humans are corrupt. Everybody knows many humans are evil. I, don't, I think that's beyond dispute that many people, they lie, uh, cheat, steal, and kill and rape. There, many people do horrible things. So what I'll say is that people are better off believing in the authority of a god, whether or not that god exists, than trusting in some humans which we know are fallible. You know, honestly, I would rather believe in a Jesus or in some God that was good than trying to place my faith in humanity. I don't have faith in the Christian God, I'll tell you, but I also have even less faith in humanity. And based on what I've told you tonight, you know, what I've told I you. I believe in Jesus, go ahead. I, got, yeah. I do believe in Jesus even more and more, I'm telling you. Go on, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know you do. Um, but here's the thing. Based on everything I've told you in this episode and the whole time I've known you and all the shows we've done, you know my experience, you know about me being raped, you, you know I've, I've had some major trauma in my childhood, I told you what happened in the Navy, and I, I, I'm, I'm qualified to know at this point that humans do horrible things to me and others. And why do you think I'm a celibate? Why do you think I'm an antinatalist? who would like to see the world go, you know, human population go extinct through non-procreation. The thing is, I, I only support non-violent means of depopulation. But what Bill Gates is doing, what governments are doing, you know, forced sterilization through vaccines. I'm sure you've seen that as well. You I know, people see that. Yes, you know, them putting things in vaccines that sterilize people you know, and all kinds of things. And then Planned Parenthood, the birth control, the abortions. When you look at it, when you, everything that has been promoted, you know, abortion, birth control, vaccines. And also I'm sure you've noticed the, the promotion of homosexuality. Have you noticed that homosexuality is becoming more and more, almost like it's a cool trendy thing now? And well, here's- sure, yeah. Yeah, it's become more and more common. Now, here's the deal. Just to be clear, you know, I don't want gay people discriminated against. I don't want them killed and treated badly for being gay. And I also understand people don't choose who they're attracted to or who they fall in love with. I totally get that. But at the same time, for, for somebody who has a depopulation agenda, it's very, very, it's much in their interest to try to indoctrinate and teach children in schools to be homosexual. Why do you think that there is so much promotion of homosexuality? Because the more people they can get to be homosexual, the less they're going to procreate. So what's very interesting. Wow, now I have some stories for you. Oh, yeah. But you see what I'm saying, though, don't you? you yes, when you look, I do. I do. When you, and I made a song a long time ago because gay people were persecuted, and then I was the one who was persecuted for making the song, and I was doing it to help people along. I was in my electronica music phase. 
Uh, I'll put it. I'll put it here. It's called "She Wants No Boyfriend, Just a Wife." I never meant like gay sex. I just meant like yeah. two people same uh, gender, you know, love. I always, I always thought it's better to have love of you know two of the same gender than not to have love at all. But anyway, now it is popular. And yeah. um, well, here's my story. Well, I, again, I want to say. The Price is Right, I mentioned who, you know, is the host of Price is Right. And again, they put the $100,000 into Planned Parenthood. You know, you know he is gay. I mean, he's gay. So that yeah. makes sense. And then um, a long time ago when I was working, I, I got to keep this like kind of general. But I was working at a station and there was this gay guy and I accepted him. He younger than me. But um, this person, he took me to a party one night and they were showing like he pushed, he pulled me aside and him and like maybe one or two more people were in the room and like showed me like for a moment, like this gay porn. And I just like ran out. I was so uncomfortable. He never told me he was going to do that. He thought it was funny and whatnot. 25 years later or whatnot. <laughs> During this pandemic, I have reached out to some people that I haven't talked to a long time because I want to, like, fix things. Because, like, I never really wanted to be friends with that person again because it made me so uncomfortable. Because I was out in the open and I told him privately, I thought that we were good. We, like, you know, okay, like, you know, I forgive you and that, right? It was good. And then all of a sudden, I was blocked on all of his social medias. Okay? So. Yeah. And this person like works in um, the the area of you know entertainment. So, but I mean, yeah, I, I I'm sorry that doesn't really have anything to do with Planned Parenthood and not having children. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. well, I I know what I wanted to say because I had expressed that he you know he took me off. Now maybe he was afraid that I would bug him or you know he you know or huh. whatever like yeah. I, I would never yeah. like you know try to get him out of his job he didn't he didn't assault me or anything like I just felt uncomfortable but the thing is it's like why would you do that to somebody like I told him that like how I felt and I don't know if he's a Christian or I don't know but I mean I don't even know if he knows what I am but I guess what I'm saying is that if you if you have like some sort of value system and you uh, maybe that was a ch I, maybe i challenged him in his mind then you're like discarded <laughs> i mean and that's wrong but yes but he, but here's the thing what getting back to what i was saying though here is that when you understand that depopulation is the agenda you'll see how it all fits together the abortion the birth control promotion of homosexuality and, and also when it comes to the transgender stuff now, here's the deal. People know that I am transgender. I identify as female, even though biologically I'm male, and I call myself Chastity White Rose. But at the same time, I absolutely hate the whole, there is like a transgender agenda I see going on, not by yeah. a lot of the people themselves involved, but here's something going on here. See, Planned Parenthood is in charge of the sex education programs at public, many public schools, see. 
And so they're promoting, you know, all this this stuff about being gay and trans and stuff. And I found out some very interesting things. I found out that Planned Parenthood, one of the things that some locations do is they do cross uh, uh, sex hormone therapy, you know, giving testosterone to females to help them look male and and make helping males become female, you know, giving them all these hormones and stuff like that. And here's the thing is. Why would Planned Parenthood, who is all about depopulation and reducing population and abortion and birth control, why would they be giving um, people, you know, these transitional uh, hormones? Why would Planned Parenthood be in the business of that? I and don't know. Yeah, right. I can tell. I can tell you why. Because what happens to people when you do that? They become sterile. Because if you put if you put um, females on enough testosterone, you know, then their their periods shut down, their whole reproductive system dies. And the same is true with males. When you give them enough estrogen and testosterone blockers, then they become unable to create children. So, you know, cross sex uh, hormone therapy, you know, HRT, as many call it. If you have a depopulation agenda, that's one of the things you want to do. So that's why Planned Parenthood is promoting, you know, you know, people transitioning by hormones to, you know, be more male or female to be other than what they were and why they're promoting homosexuality and stuff like that, because there is a depopulation agenda. It's no secret. It's so obvious. All you got to look at people's actions and see how it fits in the depopulation agenda. And we already know what Bill Gates said about wanting to reduce the human population through vaccines and reproductive health care and all that stuff. So it, it's not it's stuff that we know people are, are doing. But when you just look and see how all the pieces add up, yeah, there's a depopulation agenda. And so obviously, Although I'm not against uh, gay people or trans people, in fact, I'm trans myself, but at the same time, there's something dirty and disgusting going on here. People are being fed these messages, you know, and all this stuff is being promoted. Um, and this is one thing I have to say, too, because there are going to be people who, especially when they're young, and they're exposed to all this information. There are going to be people who start questioning themselves. Am I gay or am I trans? There are going to be some people like that who they hear all this stuff being taught to them. And then they're, then they're going to be seeking out this stuff because it's just like how that's how advertising works. People see a commercial on TV or on YouTube for a product and then they want it. So they are conditioning people through the media to accept vaccines to try to become the other other gender you know or, or the other sex you know with with hormones and surgery that that you know people are being fed these messages and then it affects them of course i know that's not in my case that's not what happened because it, it, i didn't wasn't didn't learn about this until after i knew i was trans and i that's a whole other story that's a whole other show in and of itself about that but, but the point is, there's definitely an agenda going on, and if you don't realize, few people realize how the media controls people's minds. And, and all this stuff about this coronavirus scaring people, it's all meant to get people panicked so they'll be willing to accept, you know, contact tracing, forced vaccination, separation, quarantining, all of these things 
because they're scared enough and then they will they think that they have to trust these people these government officials and the people that are hiring to do all these things but people are just being led they're being fooled into all this and you know what it takes really strong people and wise people to see what's really going on and just what well, i've been told a few times over this whole pandemic that i am wise i don't know if anybody's told you that but you are wise cassidy white yeah. rose yeah and see here's the thing is a lot of people may not have noticed the things that I've been explaining, explaining about why the government wants to shut Christians up, you know, explaining the depopulation agenda, how this all fits. But this is stuff I figured out some time ago, you know what I mean? It's so obvious, and when you think about it, you'll see why it makes perfect sense. And so what I want to do, I want to leave people with this message that you know, yes, bad things are happening and a lot of the truth is negative, but be aware, look at what is happening. Look at the messages you're being told. When people are told that there's going to be, you know, a second wave of coronavirus cases, when people are making documentaries about, you know, a, pan a, pan a pandemic coming and then one happens, you know, when you look at what's happening, when you look at the media, realize that, you know what, once in a while you got to shut it off and you just got to take a step back and look at what's really happening. What have people been told by the television or radio or internet websites? And then what are they saying after that? And people are so fallible. People get all kinds of things wrong. In fact, there were two coworkers of mine that were joking about the people who believe in the 5G harm. And they were trying to say that one of the conspiracy theorists, the theories was that the 5G radiation causes the coronavirus. And I, I wanted to say something, I couldn't say this at work, but I'm like, oh, come on, that's not how it goes. The, we're not, nobody said that the, the 5G was causing the coronavirus. Rather, it's that it harms your body and your immune system in ways that it will make you more susceptible to a coronavirus or any kind of virus for that matter. But people, when I have people at my workplace making fun of people who believe in conspiracy theories and, and stuff like that, it's like, I don't feel comfortable with that kind of thing. You know what I mean? But people, they just make fun of people who know what's going on. They call them conspiracy theorists and they censor them. We know that people who have spoken out about the corruption that's going on are being deleted off of social media and YouTube. So yes, there are, there are bad things happening and it's getting harder and harder to find people who are spreading the truth. But people, you know what? they don't give up and people but when people believe in something strongly enough they will do their best to warn others they'll do their best to let people know and for take for example the the people who produce the vaxxed videos vax one and two do you know they go in a van all around the country and show their films and they and they have parents at these gatherings to tell the stories of what happened to their children when they received vaccines and they were fine and they were walking and talking and then they received the these vaccines at certain ages and they never spoke again and they ended up brain damaged and were never able to work a job ever function had to be taken care of the rest of their lives 
there are so uh, there are probably millions of parents with these stories and and you what know, they I, 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 I want to just interrupt there for a moment what i don't understand is there's a difference between wanting to depopulate through vaccinations okay mm-hmm. and giving vaccinations and harming people where they actually then become a burden on society which completely goes against the whole depopulation agenda anyway and that yeah. is what has happened to most cases where something goes wrong with a vaccine the person doesn't usually pass away what happens is they become dis- disabled for life and now yeah. like i said that that you you know you need people to take care of those people i mean i've taken care of some and, of those and people. guess what guess who makes more money because of that these people who end up disabled need to be cared for their whole life they need they need to have multiple treatments to 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 help with the problems that were caused by the vaccines the medical people make more and more money off of vaccine injured people because then they become disabled doctor visits surgeries hospitalizations um, people paying big money for for people to take care of their adult children you realize people who end up disabled for life sometimes it could be other things but it could also be vaccines that people in adult bodies they could be 45 years old but they can't they can't they're not potty trained they can't even go to the bathroom and wipe like we can they have to have their diapers changed the rest of their lives and what and what happens you know you know when their parents die and they're not there to take care of them these the in people's health insurance and their own pocket money is being being spent on these medical people so they can make more money off of disabled people. They find a way to make as much money off of vaccines. They find a way to make as much money off of off of surgeries and hospitalizations. And and, and like take for example, remember in the movie What the Health, that documentary What the Health, how um, that that hospital did not want to meet with that Kip Anderson about people of re- preventing diabetes and stuff through diet because the hospital makes money off of these surgeries. He who's flat out told that that they don't they don't want people to eat healthy and avoid heart disease and all these problems because they make more money if they have to treat these sick people. It's all about making money and, and wanting people to be unhealthy. It you know. Pe- People being sick and, and injured and all kinds of things gives a lot of people more money. So it's all a money-making scam. So yes, there's a depopulation agenda, but even those who don't die, um, they're going to find a way to make as much money from them as they as they can before they do die. So the greed and just the evil of what people do. People treat other humans as they do those other animals. People are being treated the same. Let's make as much money off of them as we can and then slaughter them. It's all the same thing. If people will treat the cows that way, they'll treat other humans that way. And that's how you, that's how you know who you can trust. When you, when you see people who are truly ethical, when you see people who are ethical vegans and you see people who truly are pro-life and respect the lives and commit no harm if they can help it to human or other animal, those are the good people, but most people are not good people. They are, they are looking to make as much money 
as they can, no matter who they have to hurt or kill in the process. And so that's the thing is, you know, I know people will say, I know what people will say, people are predictable. They're gonna say that I'm a conspiracy theorist and that I'm paranoid and all this stuff. And I'm like, of course I'm, I'm paranoid because I know that humans really are dangerous. They really are evil. That should not, that should not be debatable at this point. It, it, we, we have all suffered in various ways. We've all had horrible things done to, pe done to us. You know what I mean? Even, even when you're a kid and you're beat up, you're bullied by other kids who, who beat you up until you're bloody and who sho shove you in a locker. And did, I t and did I tell you the story about my cousin that handcuffed me to a chair all day? The, the stories just keep adding on and on the tragedies of my childhood, seriously. But anyway, this isn't about me. Um, but, but the thing is, people are, are capable of great evil, so be on your guard. And I do not know what to, what to tell you to do. I do not know what you can do with this whole pandemic, how you can fight against the 5G and the vaccines and, and you know, the depopulation. I don't know how we can fight against all this, honestly. But for what it's worth, I'm here to say, and why I'm doing this show is to let you know, I know what's going on. I see what's happening. I see what's coming. And you may not believe me now, but if things happen as it looks like they are, You'll see. By the time you see it, it'll probably be too late. But you call me crazy now, but nope. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Well, and it's like, oh, go ahead. I, I just wanted to say something passed. It was either today or the other day in the Senate where the FBI will now be able to look at our, what we're searching online. They used to need a warrant for that. They don't need a warrant anymore. And guess what? They... the. I think it passed by one vote or something like that. Guess who wasn't there to cast his vote? And you know that he would have been against this. Bernie Sanders. Where was he? Hello, pandemic. If that man, I mean, he is, he is for civil rights. Whether or not you like him or not, he is always talking about the 1%, the 99%. You know that, you know? He has been brutalized as far as I'm concerned now like this is the second election and there's a couple things that I don't like about him and there was one thing I a couple things I didn't even maybe trust but I will yeah. say that I believe that he is for civil rights and he wasn't there and that says something so now whatever you're looking at be prepared the FBI can look at what you're looking at without see, notification see here's the thing is one of two things is going to happen, Monique. This is very important here because I do want to end the show soon. I want to I try to keep this under an hour and a half. We're at an hour and 22 and a half minutes. But here's the thing. One of two things is going to happen. Either everything that we're seeing, the, the links we've been reading and the videos we've been watching about what's going what's gonna to happen, all these things that we've been giving people links and that we've been talking about in our podcast, Either this stuff is going to happen exactly as, as we've told, exactly as we've seen that other people have exposed, or in some way, maybe enough humans will rise against this. I don't know how. I don't know what, it, what it's going to take 
Um, how many people can resist when the government does something evil? I don't know how people can resist, but if enough of them do, then yes, it's possible to fight 5G, mandatory vaccination, if enough people can agree on something. And, and, I'll, and I'll do you one better than that, actually. You know how splintered Christianity is? Have you noticed that there's all these different churches, all these different denominations that are at war with each other and trying to compete over who gets uh, who to come to their church and believe their particular way? And it's too bad they're so divided because can you imagine if all the Christian churches and all the Christian denominations, Protestant, Catholic, Baptist, you name it, if all of them all bound together and became one common force to fight against the discrimination that they're experiencing, to fight against abortion, to fight against forced vaccination, all of these things, because there are many Christians who are aware. There are Christian vegans, there are Christian pro-lifers, there are many atheists as well of these things, but Christians are still the majority of the population. And if they all work together, they would be unstoppable. If they all truly work together and would quit fighting over the color of church pews, for example. I kid you not, there are churches who have split because they could not agree on what color the pew should be. It's so sad. But anyway, yeah, so if the, if the churches all could agree together and come together, oh man, they would be, they would be such a big force. They could stop any, just about any kind of evil that's happened if they truly all work together. After all, there's over three billion of them. If they all work together, can you imagine? The same goes for the Muslims and the Hindus that are also billions of people who believe this thing, but they're still fighting each other over which uh, sect of Christianity or which sect of Hinduism. And even the, the Muslims are, are split into different groups, at least two major groups, the Sunni and Shia, you know, which we know of. And so, but man, can you imagine if all of even one religion came together or even better yet, what if for the first time in history, we saw people of all religions or no religion at all, all work together for a common cause. Can you yeah. imagine if we had like approximately eight, eight billion people or not even that, even, even half the population, if you had like four billion people all in agreement and all fighting against an injustice, I'll tell you one thing, something would get done. Something would happen if enough people could agree and work together instead of working against each other. And, 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 and also, I want to sh share one final word, and then I'll shut up, and I'll let you have the last, la last say here before we close this. The vegans need to get their act together as well because yes. vegans fighting among each other. They're fighting over matters of religion and over LGBT rights. They're, they're fighting, fighting each other over all, kind, all kinds of little political issues. And it's like, we, can't we just all agree that we don't want to harm animals, we want to fight against that? Why do vegans even have to be horrible to each other? There's so much fighting even among vegans. You know, yeah. and if, if the vegans are our world's last hope, the vegans are really yeah. our world's last hope. And, I, and I'm sure you agree with that, Monique, because. Oh, I vegans agree with you on that. I'm so, the, uh, some of them are aware, but but not as many are speaking out. And, you know, they still are talking about, oh, if people were kind for, to animals, this wouldn't happen, which is true. 
But I want them to get on the bandwagon this this was planned. Because I think what they mean is more like this virus came from an animal and it jumped to the human. You know, they're still believing in that whole scenario. But regardless, right. you know, it, it did come from an animal, even if it was human made. You know, yeah. so they're right. They're right. But I just want them to know that there's more to it than just this wet market. Are you finished? Because I just wanted to pop on a couple yeah. things. Yeah. And- yeah, just can you in, in about two minutes just sum up what you want to say? Can you do that? <laughs> oh, um, just just a few things like the depopulation that you were saying. A friend of mine who thought that she was gay a long time ago, a couple decades ago, she mentioned what you mentioned. This was before the, you know, gays were accepted. And she said, oh, well, you know, this will help with... um." keeping population control. I remember her saying that and she's an actor and I'm kind of wondering if this has been in the acting world for a while and I just didn't know. I mean, I've, I've, I'm an antinatalist. It's been a while um, because I just never wanted to put more children into the world when I, you know, I see a lot of tragedy. There's good things too, of course. But I don't want somebody to have to go through that. And I also know that it's a huge responsibility to take care of somebody who's not an adult. I mean, you know, if you get married and you're on the same level, you could care for one another, but you can also care for, you know, yourself. You know, you don't have to babysit the other person unless, you know, they're sick or whatnot. And that's a great thing to have somebody by your side if you fall ill. Um but, you know, having a child is, like, way more responsibility. And um, I also wanted to mention um, regarding this pandemic, for those who are really concerned because something is out there, just, again, uh, if you're not vegan, please eat as much plant-based. Eat as organic as possible. Um, you know, vitamin supplements. Uh, just really love yourself love yourself if you actually if you love the animal you're not going to hurt the animal and you will be that love is actually going to make you eat better you know if you think oh i don't want to put toxins on the food i don't want to have farmers to have to spray a whole field and that leaks into the earth and that causes problems you know i want to spread love so if you're about love, that's what you're putting into your body. And that's why I feel that, you know, almost two decades later, and I became a vegetarian in 2001 in May, and I became a vegan in May of 2006. So I'm going on my, my anniversary. And I felt that my health got so much better each step of the way. And it was all based on the animal. It was all about love, not me not wanting to cause them pain. And that's why we're speaking out today, because we want people to be aware so that this pain doesn't have to come on all of us. It's not fair. I mean, you know, to have to have bracelet IDs that you have been vaccinated against your will. And to become some sort of a slave. And I don't know what, I really don't know what is to be. But I was watching this one sermon and I, you know, I don't know where it was taped. I don't know if it's true, but it was in Oklahoma. And this pastor or reverend or whoever he was, 
he was saying like the police and some other people were saying that um, you will be forced to either take this vaccine or you will or or you'll take you'll have a slow death or you'll have a quick death because if you don't take it he said they're gonna take you away and put you in fort something i don't know and i'm hoping he's not correct but you know again i don't want to see that and i know that there are people in the military who did take an oath now that's what dr rashid Buttar keeps saying if you took an oath to be in the military, remember your oath. You cannot betray or be treacherous or whatever. I, I don't know the words. You can't, you're, you need to protect the United States from all foreign and domestic enemies. And anybody who is enforcing this on innocent people that never had anything to do with this pandemic, nothing with making a virus, Nothing with uh, 5G has only done their best in life. You need to protect them. You took an oath. And even police and nurses are, are speaking up right now. And a few military people too. They are. Remember, spread that around. Please. God bless you. Whatever your faith is. We will do, we'll plan to do a show on how this affects people who are spiritual or non-spiritual, religious, non-religious, because I do think that there is something to be said about all these signs that are happening, you know? Maybe, maybe you're not spiritual, maybe you're psychic or whatnot, maybe, who knows? But you gotta admit, it's all coming out right now, and we have to be careful. By the way, I wanted to show you one last thing. It's this African soap. You're going to laugh at this. It's supposed to help with eczema. And like I said, I have some flaking skin. And I think it's from holding my cell phone all the time. But look, take a look at this. <laughs> That's one chunk of soap, huh? I'll tell you guys how, how it works out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called... African black soap. So I'll let you know how that works out. Yeah, and even when you're um not not even with your food do you need to have love. Like anything that you're putting on your body, you know? If you're a female or a male, <laughs> makeup, you know, what's it made out of? Was it tested on animals? Any animal products? Any toxic chemicals, right? You don't want that on your on no. your skin. I, I recently got a, a shower filter because there's chemicals in the in the drinking water, in the bath water, and and your your skin is the largest organ. So just love yourself. Think, think. What I'm putting on my body is that good for the environment? If that's not good for the environment, reconfigure. All right. Thanks mm -hmm. so much for the show. Please leave your comments below. We're not doing this to get, you know, I mean, be a popularity contest at this. We want, we, we just want you to know what's going on. And like Chastity White Rose said, collectively, if we could all come together, that's the only way to like stop this and lawsuits or both. 
otherwise this is going to happen and there are going to be traders they're going to be contract tracers that are getting $63,000 a year they're going to come knocking on the door there's false positives for these tests lots of them and you know who knows they might be they'll probably be able to make money off of you because right now in the hospital the hospitals are getting more money per COVID patient than they are for a regular patient. And they're getting triple the amount to put people on a ventilator. I mean, like you said, a lot of this is about money, the vaccines, the hospitals, the autism, all of that. And, you know, I didn't even like really think about that, but you're right. And we shouldn't be thought of as nutballs, conspiracy theorists, we're smart people. I have three degrees. I went through, you know, I've done a lot of research just because I don't have my MD or doctorate next to me. I have an MFA in theater and you might be like, oh, well, you're an actor or whatnot. Now, I could teach at the college level theater and I'm actually thinking of maybe going into something else because I, I feel that I have a lot to offer. Maybe during this pandemic, maybe I will start studying law because we certainly need people to fight for our rights and for the animals. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be a low person on the totem pole anymore. And there are certain jobs like you just are, if you don't have like that position, you know, most of it is money. Most of it is money. You know, you could be a dimwit, but if you have billions of dollars, you're more powerful. And speaking of, you know, Bill Gates, it's just amazing to me, you were saying about, I don't know what he is, if he's an atheist, if he's a Satanist, he put this, Microsoft put a Satanist in the, uh, in the commercial, then yanked it, and I really don't know, but you gotta admit that, like you said, there's something dark going on with these people, you know? Yeah. Why do they just want the depopulation? Like, we're, there's something more than that. So look at it and, and love thy neighbor. Love thy yes, neighbor. the golden rule, okay. which was one of the things Jesus taught, by the way. And we will get into things like that more on our next episode where we will be talking more about the religion and some of these things. There, there are many things that we want to we cover. In fact, if it could be arranged, I would really like to have the author of that book, God is Vegan, as a guest on our show. Wouldn't that be great? Oh! Yes, I want to mention that. There's, there's this guy. I can't remember his name. We'll, we'll probably have to get the link in the description about that. But there's this guy who is making a case about God being vegan. And there are many Christian vegans who do have Bible verses and various things to suggest that, you know, being vegan is the way God and Jesus would have wanted people to be. Um, and so that's a very that's a very thing that I do think we need to have more of that discussion on our show by some of these people who promote that idea. So definitely in the future, we need to get some more guests. So people, let us know if you're interested in being a guest on our, our shows that we do by Skype calls and stuff like that, because that would be oh, maybe awesome. We can get, maybe we can get the founder of Vegan Spirituality on here and him, because uh, she's the one that set that up. And uh, also a woman named Judy Carmen who also has a vegan book out. Yeah, definitely. It would it would be good to get more people on here because that makes it very exciting. But yeah. in the meantime, yeah, 
in the meantime, at least Monique and I are never out of things to say. <laughs> so anyway, bite, I Tim. Look at these fingernails. Take your bite, Tim. Where, did, where is it? Take your, yeah, there it is. Look at that fingernail. Woo-hoo. They're long. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, I hope people have enjoyed this episode in some way. And we've said a lot of important information. So... I want to close out this episode, but leave us your comments. Let us know if you want to be in a guest or a show or something. You know, we can have questions and answers. Like if people leave us questions, we can answer them in our future shows. We could totally do that. So leave us your comments, your questions. Let us know if you want to be guests. We're not very hard to find. So, okay. And so share this show. Share this show, please, because we had a lot to say. And we really mean it. And we want people to know what's going on. And it's not to be dark or negative. It's to awareness spreads light. And I have been told I'm being dark. But no, I am like a candle in the darkness. I, ha there, I have to show that there was darkness in order to have the light, you know? The, and just Monique, because we're talking way, about this. Monique, the only way that you're dark is because you can sing like an African-American. And I think it's your African soap <laughs> that did <laughs> well, you know, definitely. You look how black I am right now. <laughs> I like it. I like your your look. Um, I like the V-neck. No, I mean, I I heard recently someone saying that Dr. Buttar was a troublemaker. Well, he's a troublemaker in the fact that, yeah, he wants to, like, shake up and make people aware. But he's not a troublemaker making this stuff up. He's telling the truth. And because he's taking the truth, he's he's also been persecuted. His his videos have been taken down left and right, and his Wikipedia page is horrendous. So I don't know what happened in the past or whatnot, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of that is because of um, him being an independent doctor and speaking his mind. And, you know, because when you're independent, you're not in, like, some sort of month. Where, you know, mind control, like everybody's thinking the same thing, you know? That's why a lot, because if you're in a minority like the anti vaxxers, that's why people just toss you aside. But isn't it interesting, though, that sometimes minorities are used as a political tool, just like this, just like you were talking about the gay people. And just like, yeah. we, you know, I mean, look, I'm not saying that this kind of stuff doesn't happen and racism and whatnot, but it's interesting how people can actually use things to fit their own agenda, but they haven't done it for the anti-vaxxers. Who's helping us? Who's speaking out for us? That's what we should be asking. Who's speaking out for the anti-vaxxers? Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's really strange. People like to act like they're 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 victims of discrimination even when they're not for some political purpose. But there are those of us who are minorities because we have a minority opinion because we're one of the few people who knows what's going on. And yeah, there's no one speaking up for us and our rights. Nobody treating us like equals. We're just laughed at and people call us crazy conspiracy theorists. So it's not fair at all, but you know what? doesn't matter to me because we're strong you know what i mean and yeah I, and we don't care what your color is or what your orientation is but fight the good fight collectively together just like you said i want to see you in a decade thriving not under what we are right now peace yeah. everyone yes 
Goodbye, everybody. Be truthful, be yourself, be an individual, and be weird. <laughs> be unique.